Hello, all you beautiful people. This is Optimistically Depressed, and I am your host, Ruth McMullen. Thanks so much for joining me, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and if you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope that this time of the year is very enjoyable for you anyway. I am, I am tired. I, uh, we have not done our Christmas shopping yet, and that's okay, it's just been a little bit of a different year, and, uh, you know, we're adjusting. I'm not very stressed about it. I think a big reason is because there are so many other things going on <laughs> that are just kind of, they, they, have, they have my attention right now. It's been a bit of an unusual last two weeks and it's brought some challenges that I I haven't quite encountered before. So it was a lot of learning on my part and it was uh, painful and I'm here now. I'm on the other side pretty much and now I'm just really really tired at the end of it. So I'm looking forward to having a relaxing day. It's Sunday. We're late putting out this podcast and I'm sorry. I um yeah, it was just kind of a result of everything that's been going on. So we're here though. And I just want to say, I've just got to say that when some challenging times have made their way around, one thing that I am very thankful for is my friends and my family and people that really just like love me and want the best for me. And um, I'm just realizing their value more and more as I encounter new challenges. So, um, oh, and I also just want to give a shout out to Mark, who's my new producer. He's been huge um, already, like huge help with a lot of things. So thanks, Mark. And of course, to Sean, who just stands by me through everything. And um, I'm just very, very thankful for you. So I got to have Tom on again. Some of you may remember listening to Tom before. He was on a little while ago. And yeah, I got to sit down with him again and we had some really great conversations. It was something that I um, I didn't really have anything specific in mind that I was hoping the conversation, like I wasn't really hoping it would go any particular way. Um, and he was the same. We ended up just kind of sitting down and talking about whatever. And it was a really good good conversation it was in the middle of a lot of stuff that was going on so just like with like personal life and professional life and just everything and it was nice to sit down with someone who's very calm and we actually talked a little bit about resilience which I'm more and more fascinated with that concept because I've just found it to be so confusing when I first kind of encountered it and I still am trying to figure out what exactly it means but we talk a little bit about that and it's, uh, I just found it to be really refreshing and encouraging. And Tom is the kind of person that is just, he has a very calming presence and I really enjoy just being around him. He's really nice to, t- to talk to because he has like that, like he has that kind of sureness about him that you're just kind of like, you know what? Tom's around, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> he's just uh, hes just that kind of person. And um, yeah, he's kind of becoming more and more of a, of a dear friend, actually, I would say. Um, we've had a few back and forth, like a little bit of back and forth. 
um, in the past, just over a couple other things that I was encountering and not really sure how to deal with. And he was just like, he stepped forward and just really helped me through some kind of tricky things and really helped me to feel like things were okay, you know, and kind of taken care of. And uh, he's just that kind of person. So I really like, I really like Tom. I'm quite fond of him. And I'm excited to be able to share with all of you the conversation that he and I got to have. So yeah, here's Tom and have a great week. I'll be talking with you again soon. It's been a while since we've done a podcast. Indeed. Spring, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did I? And I think I told you this, but after we did that podcast and Sean was listening to it, he was just like, that man's voice. <laughs> smooth caramel. Smooth. Yeah. See, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking I think he about. He told me too, actually. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Shameless. We were shamelessly <laughs> like, just like, I know, right? No, listen to it again. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Am I making you feel uncomfortable? A little bit, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I know I have a deep voice and I think sometimes it's deeper than I want it to be. And sometimes it can be high. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there see? it is. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Was yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on since spring? Uh, work, a lot of work. Um, I did a bunch of hiking this summer. Not near enough. Um, mm. I have a question. Oh, you ready? Yeah, go for it. Okay, because this is, could be a point of discussion for both of us. Sure. And maybe it's something that you've been wondering about yourself. Okay. Because lately we've, I think that a lot of us have been hearing the word resilience being thrown around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it has made me start to really wonder what that means. And I would be interested to know if you have any thoughts of it, on it. Well, resilience... Oh, that's a tough one. Jeez, right? now you hit me with all the hard ones. I'm so uh, sorry. No, that's all right. Um... Uh, <laughs> Because I, I was, I've been, like, I legitimately wonder, like, what does that actually mean when a person like says, like, I mean, okay, a person says you're really you're resilient, like, so okay, means that I've means I've been through some shit. I would think so, yeah. and that you survived it, yeah, and that you are stronger for it. Oh, I agree with that thousand billion, majillion percent. I think that all the shit that we go through, all the bad days, are like the probably the best things that have ever happened in our lives in the long run. Oh, there we go. No, I mean, think about it. Like, do you remember your 12th birthday? No. Probably a good day though, right? If you, if you figure (laughs) it, like reasonably thinking. I'm sure that, you know, it's funny. Um, like two episodes ago, I talked about how I didn't like my birthday. Oh shit. Never mind then. Christmas. (laughs) Your 12 year old Ruth Christmas. yeah, Christmas. Yeah. I like Christmas. Probably, probably yeah. pretty good day, though. Yeah, 12, that would have been a good day. 12 yeah. Christmas? Yep. Tell me about it. Okay. You remember? No. All right. Ever broken a bone? Yes. You remember it? Yes. Tell me about it. I was swimming. Yeah. Uh, we were at some rapids. Right. See, this is like starting off so cool, right? Yeah. It's not cool at all. <laughs> I was slip, sl- just like sliding, slipping down a rock to mm. get into the rapids, yeah. and my toe... <laughs> 
hit like a little like dent in the yeah. like a little lip lip in the rock yeah. and it bent. Oh shit. And apparently that was too much for it yeah. and it broke. Do you remember the pain? Oh, I do. Yeah. I kept swimming and I went into the rapids with it cuz I was like I'm not letting this ruin this. <laughs> and then I but I couldn't use that foot. I couldn't right. I could only swim with my other three limbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you bet the cha- the pain cuz your toes are very sensitive, but you felt the pain right here in your chest, right? Yeah. Specifically, you remember that? I do. Yeah. What the heck? For those of you, you who can't that? see, because there's no camera, I'm pointing to my chest. He's pointing uh, to his chest. Yeah. It's kind of near his heart. Yeah, very near my heart. Um, so you were able to describe that in pretty deep detail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because your body is reacting to something that's traumatic to it, right? And that's a physical trauma where you broke a bone and there was pain and your body doesn't want to feel that pain. So it, it like... This is my belief. I'm I'm not a scientist. Yeah, yeah, um, no, that's cool. I like I like the claim. Not a professional. Yeah, that this is based off of our life. I don't know why <laughs> you even have me on here. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, anyways, you're it's experiencing trauma, and what your body does when it's experienced trauma, both from a in my mind, from a physiological standpoint as well as a psychological standpoint, is it it doesn't want to experience that trauma again, right? So when you break a bone, when it heals, you actually have like calcium deposits, and it's a stronger bone. That's why boxers have these huge hard fists. From repeated trauma, right? And when you work with your hands, like say in a field, you get these calluses on your hands, like under your knuckles. And that's from repeated trauma. Well, your mind is the same thing. It doesn't want to experience that pain. So it it internalizes it and it like builds up these walls of protection, very similar to a scar or a callus or calcium deposits on your bone. And you become stronger because of it. You become more battle tested. You become more uh, in your words or whatever words these come from resilient. <laughs> that's my thought i don't know maybe i'm not maybe i'm wrong i'm not a scientist hashtag, no. hashtag not a scientist hashtag not a scientist not a doctor no yeah um i like that you like that yeah that's how i think about that i don't know maybe i'm wrong but. no i like that yeah um i think with each conversation i have about resilience um, the answers seem to either either the answers are actually improving that mm-hmm. people give me or maybe i have a deep enough understanding of it that I then am able to absorb what they're saying a little bit more effectively. And then I'm just, ah, oh, yeah, that, that's, that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, that's, I guess, I don't know. I'm, is that, is that like a new catchphrase? Is that like snowflake or boomer? Okay. Boomer. Is that like a thing? Now? Okay. Resilience? Boomer. Yeah. Wait, what's what? okay. Boomer. You haven't heard of okay. Boomer. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, old people don't get upset. I love all of you. <laughs> Um, but I think it's like, I don't know, millennials sometimes, I guess when boomers, like baby boomers say, oh. give them advice, you're like, okay, boomer. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And apparently the boomers don't like it, but I don't know why they wouldn't. They seem to have done everything to earn that title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love you all, even the millennials and the, what are, what are the people called after them? Zenials, Gen- Gen Z, Wait, Gen- Gen- Generation X and then Generation Z? Or is X, that X was the 90s. Um, anyways, <laughs> whatever. It's like a generational thing. Boomers seem to not like millennials for it. Millennials, for whatever reason, don't seem to like boomers. I love everybody. I just, I don't know. T- treating people with kindness has been like the greatest thing I've ever learned. And like everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what they're doing to me, like we give words too much power, right? Someone says, fuck you. What does fuck you actually even mean? It's just words that were invented by some person that decided that this is the English dictionary and we're going to use this slang and it's going to be derogatory, but it's just a word. 
right? So what is it to me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I th- Okay. I like that you brought this up. Okay. I think that this could be an interesting pocket of conversation. Okay, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> because for me, it's kind of like what I get caught up in is the intention that the person had behind mm-hmm. it, you know? So it's like they said that because they wanted to hurt me. Yeah. Why? Why do they want to hurt me? Why? And then it's like, what are they, what are they hurting from that they need to hurt you to make themselves feel better? What trauma have they experienced? What sadness have they experienced that have caused them to act this way to want to hurt somebody else for their own betterment? Yeah, that's see. And I think that one thing that I know personally I'll get caught up on Mm. is more a selfish point of view. It's like, what did I do to deserve that? Right. But, but it's not you. It isn't. And I think that, yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not even really about me. No, think about all the, think about all the things that affect your behavior. Um, you didn't get enough sleep. Mm. Um, you missed a meal. Mm. Um, you got a bill that you weren't expecting. Um, kids kept you up all night, whatever it is. And you wake up, right. Yeah. (laughs) And you wake up and then you have a negative interaction with somebody because you're already on edge and they think that oh fuck this person's just trying to like they just they're mean i don't like them right Right, yeah and then that is actually going to fuel their next interaction and that's going to fuel the next person's interaction that they have and it's going to be an exponential effect so if we let these behaviors that are are put on us affect us negatively we're just going to perpetuate the issue right yeah it's harder it's it's way easier said than done like i'm not that good at it (laughs) but i try really hard yeah, I th- I think um, it is like um, the idea that we need to get over ourselves yeah. a little bit. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. Like, but it's also natural to like be hurt by things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially when you have like, you know, say like anxiety, and you're like definitely overthinking everything, and your mind's racing. You're like, why the fuck would they do that to me? What did I do to them? Mm. Like, all this shit. Yeah. Um, or depression, you're like self-loathing on a lot of things. And you're like, yeah, I fucking deserve to be treated that way. Or whatever yeah. it is. So like we, we play into our own head. Yeah. I've been told a few times recently that I, that I think too much. <laughs> That's a good thing and a bad thing, though. Right? <laughs> I know, because some of, it, some of it, I'm just like, but when I think a lot, sometimes some really good stuff comes out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like when you're most creative. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it keep you up at night though? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's when it's that's not when it's yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean like sometimes like you might have a great idea at three o'clock in the morning and as long as you can like pull your ass out of bed to write it down so you don't forget about it the next day. Yeah. That's awesome. Then you're yeah. Also you need to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But I think so like sometimes, um, and this is something so this is the context that it has, I think, been said to me. It was, it's when, um, like, someone gives me, like, a really kind compliment. Mm-hmm. And I'm wanting to respond in a way that can, like, properly communicate how meaningful that is mm-hmm. to me. And <clears throat> and then the person will be like, just enjoy this. Yeah. Like, don't feel the need to think about this like don't and and don't think about it because another thing that i'll do is i'll go through it and like try to determine whether or not i actually have earned that compliment right i do the same thing you know what they call that what do they call that imposter syndrome oh 
think I'm better than I actually am. Yeah. What if other people think that just because this person thinks that then one day somebody's going to realize this person doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I have that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling it right now. Like not in this room, but like (laughs) in my job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're going to be like, you're a fraud. How you been doing this for 10 years? (laughs) It's like, well, I've done it for 10 years. Yeah, Give me a break have, here. Yeah, but but no, I, yeah. Yeah. Like, everything that I've done and like I always second guess it. Like always. And I'm like, if I actually press send or enter or I submit this report, somebody's going to read it and they're going to be like, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> what are we paying him for? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> And then it comes back and like, oh, thanks. I really like this. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you are you just lying to me? Are you, are you sure trying to make me that? feel good? Yeah. Like you send in an email to somebody else saying this guy's an idiot right now. Yeah. Like, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I've been, um, yeah. So I do that. I'm just like, have I earned this compliment? Yeah. And then, um, and then some people have been able to like see what I'm doing. Cause usually like, it's like, it's like the people who like, like stare deep into my eyes and they're like, I can see what you're doing right now. And they're like, just stop. (laughs) (laughs) Take it. Just take it. Just enjoy this moment. You think too much. And that's when they say that. And I'm just like, I don't think too much. And then I think about that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's the key. That's the sign. I mean, we do think a little bit too much. But I'd rather think too much than not think enough. Oh, that's also true. Yeah. No, I think that's super. I think there's definitely a balance. Like, you don't want to be up all night thinking about shit. Yeah. Um, And you don't want to, like, let that, like, run your life, like, to the point where you can't just make a spur of the moment decision without thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. Spontaneity. That's awesome. Those are some of the best things. I you do like, oh man, it's like out of the blue. I'm going to go do this. Whatever. What? <laughs> you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Just let it happen. Yeah. I kind of suck at that too. Oh yeah? Yeah. I used to be really good at it. And then when my anxiety got worse, that's when it was just like, what? you want me to, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was supposed to be home and do nothing today. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a whole agenda, a whole agenda. of <laughs> self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> And bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? How could I possibly? No, I can't. I can't go for coffee now. Oh, I don't have that plan. This is be- between my 10, 15 and 10, 30 <laughs> fucking sulk sessions. <laughs> yeah, that was like, me today. I had planned on crying into my pillow for this time. Thank <laughs> you very much. Don't try and bring me out of this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And uh, that was absolutely me today, by the yeah. way. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It was just, it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's funny. It is funny. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I was sitting on my couch <clears throat> and I was starting to journal. And then I was like, oh, I got to tap into this now. Because another thing is like, so like, it's like I've had like a bit of a sensory overload. So then it was kind of like, I just shut everything off. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel anything. Right. And then it's kind of like, all right, I have to go in and feel things now. Oh, all the feels. <laughs> all the feels. That's so hard, especially like when you're writing it out. Yeah, and I, and uh, it's just, and it's the, and it, 
the other thing that's really annoying is that like I'm writing it out and I'm thinking like I know this is not actually true or I know this is not actually how I feel but it's how I feel right now right and so I'm just gonna like feel so sorry for myself I'm gonna hate everything right now and I'm doing there's tears streaming down my face and my eyes are all starting to get puffy and then like your throat gets a little dry and you're just like but I can't get up and do anything about this I'm just so sad right Right? the thought of getting up is almost worse than the feeling it's like unbearable yeah (laughs) exactly so I had to like basically the way I got myself off the couch was by thinking okay Ultimately, like I'm going to, so in like two hours, I'm going to have to get the kids from the bus. Yes. So then I was like, okay, so I have to, and you know, I was being somewhat productive. I was like responding to emails and making arrangements mm. for winter tires and all that oh, garbage. That's important. It is very, being as <laughs> we've already garbage. had some snow. Yes. It's, uh, it's been, it's been a little hindrance in some travel really plans. Then. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I did some of that stuff. The emails, I was not referring to responding to emails as garbage. That was not garbage. No, no, of course <clears> not. All <throat> you were very important people that you responded to, I promise. <laughs> Thank you. That was the disclaimer that I needed yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah. So then I was just kind of like, okay, Ruth, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go into the kitchen and you're going to steam yourself some eggnog. And that oh. is going to be great. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. I've never had steamed eggnog. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> you have to experience Oh, shut it. the front door. Oh, so, yeah. shut the front door. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And if you put a little swig of rum in it, oh, it adds that's, a little Now bit. you're speaking my language. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Then it can just be just a little warmer. Yeah, you know? I believe that. Oh, it's yeah. good. It's good. So that was your um, getting my ass off the couch. Yeah. And it worked? It worked. Oh, yep, yeah, I did it. And then, um, and then my mom called. Good. And... It was actually a really nice conversation. Nice. I say that like I'm surprised, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, but no, no, it was a nice conversation and, um, she did some encouraging Good. and then I then, and then gave me advice that I was like, stop giving me advice. I'm not ready for advice right now. <laughs> so then that was like, nah, stop it. But then it, but then it, no, it, she could pick up on it in the tone of my voice. It was like, yeah, I was just like, "Uh huh. And then she's like, so anyway, (laughs) changed the subject. It was good. Um, but yeah. And then I started doing stuff. Doing, yeah. Venturing out into the world. Venturing out into the world. The first step's always the hardest. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yes. Especially when you're in that kind of like mood. Mm -hmm. Like I could sit on the couch and just stare at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. forever and be like oh, I have all this shit to do but like fuck I don't want to move yeah I just want to sit here and self-loathe yeah, and self-loathe yeah. for a little bit and yeah. then and then eventually find myself so deep in it that I can't ever get yeah. out and it perpetuates too because yeah. then you're like fuck I've been here for like an hour yeah or I've been here for two hours or however long it's been you're like oh, what a waste yeah. and then you're like I want to dwell on that for like another hour yeah. oh, let, me, let me think on that yeah on that yeah. yeah that's what i do yeah, yeah. so it was, a little, it was a little tricky <laughs> today was a tricky one but once you get through the first step i think everything just kind of for the most part not all the time like sometimes you just gotta like literally drag your ass through the entire day and like every step is like a it's like you're dragging around like bricks in your feet or whatever but like for the most part i find once you get that first step in it's like everything starts to fall into place like that's usually the case. Yeah. 
today I was expecting that to be the case, but then it was like I started things, got some things done, mm-hmm. got the kids and everything, and then came back home, and then it was like, oh, <laughs> and I just kind of, oh, I've been having some serious parent guilt. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been bad. Like uh, not spend enough time with the kids, or like. No, I spend. I do actually. I think I spend quite a bit of time with the kids. I don't think I feel guilt over that. I think I feel guilt over um, being a bad parent. I'm, I know. Yourself. I know. And that, that was another thing that I was feeling quite sorry for myself over today. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're always going to be your own worst critic, right? Like yeah. That's, you're, you already said you overthink things. It's so, true. like, you're picking apart your parents, and your kids are probably like, oh my fuck, you're the best mom ever. <laughs> Um, and you're like, oh, but I didn't fold your sheets the right way. <laughs> like, we don't give a shit. We don't give We're a shit. We're tear it apart anyways, yeah. ma. <laughs> it's true. Oh, my gosh. The kids have been like, and now my kids like do a thing where they just like randomly come up and tell me that they love me. Oh. And I'm just Where'd like, right. And it makes everything in me melt. And I'm like, all right, this is the best. And then I'm like, but I'm failing you. <laughs> like, you don't even know it yeah, yet. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, and you're not like that's. You made that shit up in your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. imposter syndrome. It's imposter syndrome. Okay, so but here's the other thing, Tom. I feel like this is just a. You know, it's funny. I'm becoming more aware of habits that I have, right? And like the unhealthy habits that I have, right. and I'm starting to notice how I've passed. I've already started to pass some of those habits on to my children. Mm. And so then I see it happening with them. Right. And now I'm trying to, while I'm working on correcting it in myself, right. I'm trying to also help correct it in my children before it becomes, you know, right. Yeah. And that's how I'm like, well, I obviously am a horrible parent because oh. I've passed on these horrible tendencies of mine. I'm right? sure they can't be that horrible. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't need to know what they are. But, <laughs> I'm um, sure they're not that bad. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think. If you recognize like this is something that you consider to be, I'm air quoting horrible because um, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And uh, you see that manifesting itself in your children. Mm-hmm. That's motivation for you to stop that probably and probably more than you would if it was just something that was on you and you didn't need to worry about anybody else. Yeah. Um, and if you correct that habit that you don't like yourself, then children are like little sponges they're going to pick up on that and they're just going to correct it themselves too like that's it's what kids do that's what they do they mimic the thing we're a product of our environment yeah i said that earlier you are a product if you grow up in a household with smokers let's say Mm -hmm. you're like however many times more likely to be a smoker if you grew up in a religious household you're however many times more likely to be religious as an adult if you Mm -hmm. grow up eating chicken wings like i or not chicken wings i know a dude that's like 40 years old and every damn meal he has is chicken fingers and ketchup <laughs> like, <laughs> on my life because that's what he ate when he was growing up and he has like a, a little can of pineapple juice and he puts like two sugar packets in he's like 40 years old it's is- all he can eat <laughs> because that's what he got fed when he's a kid oh my gosh <laughs> okay? here, here, here let me cook you this nice steak you know it's a outside skirt cooked rare it's beautiful here you go no <laughs> no i, I want chicken fingers <laughs> out of a box with ketchup with grown-ass man 
right? <laughs> Something. Pineapple juice with sugar packets. It's childish. <laughs> We're a product of our environment. <laughs> like what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> Driving home that point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I. Yeah, you know, I'm going to, you know, today I had to actually make, uh, so I, I did have some, I think, healthy self-reflection mm-hmm. and I wasn't necessarily, it, I think that I was successfully not beating myself up but recognizing where my strengths weren't. And so I messaged Sean Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, Sean, in this one area with one of our kids, I don't think that I'm actually doing any good. And I currently, I'm just not really sure how to deal with it, Mm -hmm. but I've seen you dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And I know that the way you're dealing with it is better than the way I'm dealing with it. So I think maybe you're going to have to take the lead on this for a while so that I can observe you and then and then start yeah. dealing with this the proper way or a more in a more healthy way. And so I did that mm-hmm. and I was like, look at me, I'm growing, you know, yeah. recognizing that, you know, I'm not going to be great at everything. And, oh. and but then later, like a couple hours later, I all of a sudden was like, oh, <laughs> like. I suck, you know, oh, because it, I know, but that's, it's just like the thing, right? Yeah. Like, because then you're just like, well, like, because he was honest about it. He didn't sure. say, yeah, you really do suck at that or anything like that. <laughs> he was just like, suck, <laughs> he's like, yeah, oh my gosh. Like, I'm so glad that you can finally hand the reins over to me because <laughs> you've been doing a terrible job oh, at this. <laughs> but he didn't like, he wasn't like, oh no, you're doing great. He was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. Well, that's the beauty of, like, having two parents, whether you're in the same household or not. Like, you're going to have certain things that you're really fucking awesome at. Mm. And he's going to have things that he's really awesome at. And you're both going to have things that you're not that great at. Because you know what? You're not perfect. Nobody is. (laughs) Nobody's. Yeah, right? (laughs) Nobody's parents are perfect. Everybody's flawed. We all get screwed up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean you don't strive to be better, but like play off each other's strengths. Yeah. You know, you got your little bus and you know, you just can't have everybody sitting on the bus. They got to be sitting in the right seats. So if the yeah. seat, right. You like, yeah, that I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I stole that one. <laughs> I, I know I've heard it before, yeah. but I like it. Yeah. You know, if he's good at this thing, then he should, you know, take the reins on that more. doesn't mean you can't event, like learn from him and, you know, you know, mm. you're watching him and you're going to develop your own way of dealing with it, you know, similar or maybe it's completely different, but you like see how it, the reactions that he gets works and you build your own kind of skill set and you go with it. Mm. Um, and he learns from you and your kids learn from both of you and you learn from your kids and it's this big just effect. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. I yeah. I like that. I think you're right. I'm just figuring out my where my seat on the bus is, I think. Well, wherever you want it to be. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> There's that ego coming. <laughs> driver's seat, driver's seat. That's right, seat. there you go. Drive the bus. <laughs> going to drive the bus. Yeah, well. Right into the wall. Are you one of those people where it wouldn't matter where you were sitting? You would want to be driving, you'd be telling the driver how to drive the bus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's awful because I've, <laughs> I've always prided myself on not being that person. Uh, yeah. And I am. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. I'm a little bus driver. You're a little, yeah. Short bus. 
It was the short bus. It's. The, oh, I want it to be the long bus. Sure. It's. We're getting there. You'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you build resilience? Back to the resilience. Uh, oh thing. yeah, back to the resilience. How do you build resilience? Yeah. Um, can is it? Do you think that it's something that you can build yourself, or is, do you think that it's something that, um, like that you can sit down and be like, I'm going to build my resilience right now. No. It's something that. As each situation approaches, you're like, okay, this is, I'm building my resilience right now in this yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, every situation I think has outcomes and some of those outcomes are, you know, you can, even though they're all going to be probably shitty at the moment, um, yeah. there's a positive way of dealing with those outcomes in a negative way. Like, you know, if you're in a bad situation, you're like, fuck this. I fucking quit. The fuck, fuck everybody or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you like, yeah. you just like go crawl in your hole and that's it then. Yeah, um, that's probably a negative way of dealing with it. Like, <laughs> it's probably negative. Probably, probably. But, <laughs> but you could be like, I never want to be in this fucking situation ever again. So I'm gonna work my ass off to make sure I'm never in this situation ever again. Mm. Um, so like, I when I remember when I first started in the industry that I'm in, uh, I made like eight dollars and twenty cents an hour, and mm. I couldn't afford to pay my rent, um, or slash eat and all these other things. And I also had a truck at the time that I was making payments on because I was in a different line of work prior to that which afforded me the ability to own a truck and make payments right and eventually i just couldn't pay my bills and i got evicted and uh like packed up all my worldly possessions into my truck and you know spent a couple nights in there and you know crashed on some couches and you know drove back and forth between my parents place and my work and it sucked and i could have been like fuck this i fucking quit fuck everything i'm gonna start over again the, yeah. the opportunity was there. My parents would have taken me in and let me live rent free for however long until I got back on my feet. But I said to myself, no, I, I never want to be in this position ever again. So I'm going to work my ass off so I can, you know, get a full time job because I was only casual at the time. Uh, and then it was I'm going to work my ass off so I can get a promotion. And then it was I'm going to work my ass off so I can get another promotion and another promotion, and another promotion. And now, you know, I, I've got um, about 500 employees that work under me in Nova Scotia, 250 that I'm responsible for assisting in, in Newfoundland and another hundred or so in PEI. And I travel across Canada and the United States, you know, doing consulting and that sort of thing. And I'm doing that on a high school education and a community college certificate that certifies me to do nothing. Um, because I took what I had and I made the best of a, a really shitty situation. Whoa. How come we didn't cover this in the first podcast? I don't know. Maybe it's I didn't give you the opportunity. Up. Never came up. Okay. You know, we, we, I think we, we had a pretty good flowing conversation. We did. Um, you know, and that was, yeah, that was, that's kind of, I mean, like there was obviously other things that happened and other like hardships and positive things and other things in my life that shaped my course. And most of the ones that I can think back of that shaped my course were the shitty ones. Like going back to what we talked about before when we first started talking about resilience and how the bad times in our lives um, are more responsible for making us who we are than any good day. Like everything, every like pivot point that I can look back on when I thought I was down and out and it was the worst thing that could ever happen to me that I'd never be able to crawl out of this rut. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me looking back. I think that's resilience and I think that's how you build resilience. 
Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Optimistically depressed is now done. We okay, figured it out. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> just got it off there. <laughs> we found the answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really like. I really like that. Thanks. I guess I don't know. What do you think made it so you had that voice that said, "I'm not gonna." do this i'm not gonna um because i'm give stubborn up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm super stubborn especially when somebody tells me i should do something um Ooh, like should. i love my old man yeah and i don't think he'll ever listen to this but my mom probably will so i love you dad um, <laughs> but uh, he told me that i should quit you know in his mind he was right and you know what rationally thinking given what he knew about my job and what most people would consider to know about my job and growth opportunities within it, which they're, they're typically fairly slim. Um, it would be like betting everything on one on a roulette spin instead of like, just so it's like, a, I don't know how many numbers there are on roulette, but you know, probably, I don't know, 30, something like that. And then there's black and white and odd and even, but if you just bet it on one number and spin, that's probably the chances of actually making it um, in this industry to a position where you're, you know, can live fairly comfortably. So he was thinking quite rationally, but he told me I should quit. And the second time that he tells me I should do something, I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it work. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. So that worked to your benefit. The greatest advice he ever gave me was one that I didn't listen to. What? Yeah. Maybe not the greatest advice. He gave me a lot of good advice over the years, but uh, it's up there. Yeah. 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 Some of the most life-changing advice he ever gave you. Yeah, absolutely. Advice you didn't take. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just, you always have to make it. The, the, be the best thing, and this is the one that always sticks with me, the best thing he ever said to me, because like, I know he had, you know, he struggled through work and shit growing up, or not growing up, um, like raising us. Um, mm. And uh, I remember like when I was old enough to actually have that conversation with him and I'd be like, are you going to be okay? He's like, Boy, there's one thing about me. I always land on my feet. Uh, he's like a cat, right? <laughs> um, he's definitely not the size of a cat. He's much bigger. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks but, for uh, clarifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's like, that stuck with on me, your shoulder. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always land on your feet. Like there's always a way, you know, out. Um, you know, as bad as it can be when, you know, all this stuff's going on around you and you feel like your world's falling apart. You can always land on your feet. And if you can land on your feet, you can claw out. Like that's crazy, stupid analogies and stuff, but like, it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's like, I guess a drive, like a, a not give up drive, I guess. Yeah. I guess that was kind of instilled in me when I was younger. I really, um, I also really like that. I've been able to talk with a few people who have found themselves to um, have found their way to a life that they really enjoy. Mm. And one of the things that every one of them has said is that you just don't give up. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it feels it, it would feel so good to give up sometimes. Yeah. Right? You know, it's like I just, like I just, sometimes I, I think about it all the time. I just want to throw my hands up in the air and quit and uh, just forget about everything yeah but what kind of life satisfaction would i have right like how would i feel about myself when i looked in the mirror 
Um, would I be okay with that version of myself? I don't think so. Um, does it mean I'm okay with a version of myself that I see in the mirror every day today? Not always, <laughs> right? But uh, I know that if I just gave up, that I would not be able to look at myself and have any self-respect. Huh. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad thing, too. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It could be. It's like acknowledging the fact that you're the only one that ever has to like that you're stuck with you. Well, that's it, right? There's a great poem. This is another thing that kind of always stuck with me as a poem. Uh, it's called The Man in the Glass, right? Have you ever heard that one? I feel like maybe you've told it I to me before. I must have told you about Tell it. me again. Uh, it's, I can't recall the exact way the poem goes, but it talks about like how... You know, you can fool everybody else and, you know, you can get pats on the back as you go through your life and everything. But if you cheat yourself, then you've cheated or you're, you're cheating the man in the glass. Who is you? It's like an analogy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that is like, you can't cheat yourself. You can't. Because uh, you're the only one that's left at the end of the day. Like as much as you love your family and I love my family and, you know, the people around me and, you know, uh we all eventually die alone. Um, you know, you yeah. might be surrounded by family, but when the lights go out, you're the only ones left and you got to kind of be, you got to be okay with that and how you lived your life. Yeah. You're right. Like I've thought about that. Um, I've thought about, I've been thinking about death more lately. Yeah. I think we all kind of go through seasons where we think about it. Oh yeah. And now whenever I think about death, I think about how, like, so I, I was with my grandmother as she died and there was quite a few of us there and it was, it was weird because like, it was like, we wanted to be there to assist her as much yeah. as we could. Yeah. But that was a journey she was taking alone. Yeah. That's, but death is inevitable, right? We all got to go. We all got to go sometime. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. So if you die tomorrow, do you want to have regrets for today? If you didn't have tomorrow, what if it wasn't there? Would you be okay with how you spent today? Uh, oh. I mean, not exactly this exact day, but like that's kind of like that's a yeah a that's way to look a, at it. yeah. Because another thing um, that I've started to realize about myself is that. You know, like you can, you can get used to living in survival mode. Mm -hmm. And so you're just, it's always instant gratification. Yeah. You don't treat your life like it's an investment. Right. And so then it's kind of like trying to find that balance because you want to appreciate today as if tomorrow may not come, but you also want you to, to invest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you want to also invest in today so that tomorrow can be brighter. Absolutely. And it's a balance. Yeah. It's like the kind of lizard brain kind of you're fighting with that all the time. It's yeah. That instant gratification piece. Yeah. It always wants. It's like a now thing. And we're in a now, now society too. Yeah. So it makes it even harder. It does. Yeah. yeah. Tap this credit card drive through instant one click buy on Amazon. Oh, yeah. It's all there. It's all right there. Yeah. So we're fighting it every day. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like you're doing that fight and you're just kind of like. Like this morning, um, I was dealing with one of the kids. They have, um, one of my kids has like some pretty serious anxiety. And 
it's been worse over the last few weeks. And so this morning I was, um, I had that point fine, like this morning where I was like, I don't, I don't think I have it in me anymore. Like it was just like, I think, I think I'm done now. And it was one of those things that was like, I needed to say it, Mm -hmm. but I also knew it wasn't true. Right. Because it was like, yeah, I need to say this right now. I don't think I have it in me anymore. And then there was that voice at the same time in my head saying, you know, you still have it. And it doesn't matter if you can't do it anymore. You're gonna. Fucking got it. Like. (laughs) Rocky music playing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, obviously, like. This is not a situation I can walk away from. No, you're in it. <laughs> I'm in it. You're in it. You can be like, all right, you're on your own, kids. <laughs> yeah. See you later. See you later. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. You know, you like also listen to a lot of people who've like achieved um, some serious stuff, you know, really either like, you know, mentally challenging, yeah. physically challenging yeah. and they say, oh, I quit my mind a million times. Yeah. But I think sometimes it's like, it's just kind of necessary. You have to just be like, you know what? No, no, yeah. done. Just so that you, the other voice has an opportunity in your mind to be like, no, you're not. And you know it. Yeah. No, I listen, the amount of times I've like been at work, you know, and it's not comparable to raising children by any stretch, but uh, I've been at work and I've just been so unbelievably frustrated with everything. I threw my hands up and I just like go outside um, not light a cigarette, not healthy, not endorsing, um, <laughs> like cigarette and be like, fuck, just like drive away. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm done. No, this is it. This is it. I've done the cigarette and then I'm just driving away. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll finish the cigarette. And I'm like, all right, let's go fuck this up. And got to do it. Right. Yeah. Like, that's it. Got to do it. You got to do like, it. Running even like I don't run that often. Um, I went running with um, my girlfriend back in like the spring. Uh, <laughs> and, oh yeah, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that <laughs> happened. It was at one time, and we were going, and like I think it was only like seven k or something like that. That's seven k is that's like it was a that's slow a, that's run. A run. <laughs> like, I'm not. Listen, I'm not Usain Bolt and I'm not a marathoner. It's a slow run. Um, but like my legs were cramping and I just wanted to like, be like, oh Jesus, I just want to fucking quit. But then I'm like, nope, you don't quit. And you're like, you know, I'm fucking quitting. And you're like, nope, you just got one block. One block and then you've only got like six blocks left. And you're like, <laughs> just, but it's like you break, you always know, just breaking down the blocks. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, it would have been so easy to stop. And you'd be like, fucking, I'm walking. Where's yeah. my cigarettes? Where's <laughs> my cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. 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 But I don't know. This size. I remember when I was in high school, I was playing football and like I, I, I basically, I couldn't see at one point during like, like summer training camp before the fall season. Like we were running. I was so hot. Pretty sure I was dehydrated. I don't know if I ate enough. Um, and like my vision just started closing in around my, my eyes. And like we were standing in the, like, and we're stretching out and stuff and like everything was just I couldn't see like what I was just like I'm gonna fake this until I make it and you know, I just kept going until we finally got a water break and I ran over and I sat down and like eventually 
drank some water and like my vision started coming back. But oh my just, gosh, it was it would be it would have been too embarrassing for me. I'm like these guys are gonna think I'm a wuss. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, okay. Let's talk about that. Okay, go ahead. Because here's okay. There's the other thing that kind of goes around when people are like, you need to know when to quit. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. What stopped you from like your health was at risk? Well, I didn't know that. I wasn't that smart back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, so, oh well, I. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if there's been a situation like that uh, in my adult life. Like I've definitely like broken bones and stuff in my adult life, but that's not like you can't see. Uh, <laughs> But like I just like I, I was scared for sure. I was like, "What if this doesn't go away?" <laughs> but I don't know. I could see like like a little light in the very center. Um, I was like, "Oh, I got that." And uh, oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, I don't know. It, There's yeah. so many directions that we could really go in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what, 15? How old are you when you're in high school? 15, 16? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah I didn't know any better. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah stupid. Okay. So then we could focus then on the what it speaks to uh, your character. Yeah, I was just stupid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just found, I find it interesting that you said um, you had, you could only see a little bit in the center. You're like, well, I got that. I got that. You got that, right? You I got know, that. So that's good enough. A little just, bit of hope. Yeah. Right at the end of the tunnel, I'm not, I'm not completely blind yet. Not completely blind. Yeah. The, only other, the only other time I thought I was blind is when I woke up. I was been like seven years old. The only reason I remember this is because I literally thought I was blind. It was traumatizing. I definitely had pink eye and my eyes had just like crusted shut. Oh. When I woke up, I remember screaming. It's <laughs> like, I can't see. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be it's alarming. Terrifying. Yeah, that would be so terrifying. Yeah. I was ready to quit then. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Well, if I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't even blame you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I guess I think maybe we've reached a. That's probably it then. Yeah. Is that this then? But we're going to have to have another one. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Tom. Ruth. It's always really nice talking with you. Nice talking to you too. And um, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say this. Put it on the record. There was a little incident that we had a few months ago. Oh, yeah. That, that. made me feel like a little uncomfortable like perhaps my safety was a little bit of a right. and it might could be an issue yeah tom came through and was just like no i'm on top of it i didn't really do much but uh, no you did you did i appreciate that I'm you glad. mentally put me at rest i'm glad that and you gave me good advice i'm glad that that worked out yeah so um just i want to acknowledge for everybody listening to just speak more to Tom's character and and voice how much I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for coming on this always again. Always a pleasure. When I say always, I mean both these times. Both these times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody who's listening, thank you so much. And just remember that wherever you are, I am sitting here loving you. Me too. <laughs> Bye.